man, we're still dealing with this COVID-19 thing. Hi, welcome. How you doing? You having a nice day? My lawn is looking so good. Real happy with my lawn. I was able to dump some fertilizer on it, then we had rain. It's growing a little bit too much, but you know, give me something to do tomorrow. Uh, you know, hey, uh, how you doing? My name is Michael Kroos, and you're listening to Ask the Garden Geek, and I am your chief geek in charge right here right here on Ask the Garden Geek, and and we're going to talk about stuff today. Uh, What are we going to talk about? Well, golly gee, we're going to talk about stuff that Zach and I encountered today. Zach and I had to go to a a apartment complex in St. Petersburg today, and the owner of the, we've done business with these people, you know, for years, and the owner lives in New York, and he's never here, and the owner, all of a sudden, three days ago, came down, and he wanted to walk the property with us today. And I, you know, I said no. I said, I will come down and walk the property and give you a full report, but you're not walking the property with us. And he goes, well, why not? You know, it's his money. I, why, you know? I said, well, because my son, Zach, who will be with me, is a type 1 diabetic. That means he has an uh, immune system that is compromised. And, you know, I'm not going to take any chances. And I'm old. I'm old. I guess I have an, uh, you know, uh, although I think I've got a pretty damn good immune system, I'm not taking any chances. I said, so if that's going to be a problem for you, you know, he said, no, he, he was really cool. He immediately understood. And he texted me a list of everything that he wanted me to look at. And then he left the whole facility. He said, I am leaving the facility now and I'm gone for the rest of the day. So that was kind of cool. And, you know, what he wanted us to look at is he's a little anal retentive about his grass. And his grass had a couple of bare spots, just a couple. And, and when I say bare spots, I mean the size of a fist, just very, very small. And uh, he's hired a lawn care company to come in and fertilize. And I got to tell you, the grass is a nice, dark, wonderful green so that was one of the things he was concerned about. He was concerned about his palms, which needed a little bit of fertilization. So I, I marked that down. And, you know, he was just, he was also concerned uh, about some houseplants that were in the office. So we went into the office to see the manager and hung out with her and looked at the, uh, looked at the houseplants at the office. And I said, throw them out. And, uh, you know, that was essentially it. They bought the wrong kind of plants for the office. Not going to go into great detail, but, you know, You have to buy the right kind of plants if you're going to have them indoors in low light. And the plants that they put in there required a high amount of light. And they had pretty much died and, you know, they weren't taken care of. So I said, throw them out. And then I made some suggestions. I suggested that they get a different bakia. I suggested they, you know, they get a couple of other things that required low light. And uh, I suggested getting a weeping fig for a section over by the door. You know, and just airy, things like that. So that was all good and well, and it all turned out all right. At which point, Zach and I left, and we're just driving home. You know, that was our day. We were going to go there, and we were going to go home. And Zach was hungry. And Zach, you know, again, type 1 diabetic, he's got to eat on a schedule. I eat one meal a day, and I eat it at home because... I'm on a meat and and eggs and you know dairy only stuff, no carbohydrates, no sugars. 
and I eat one meal a day, and, and, and that is it. So we found a McDonald's in St. Petersburg, Florida. And I pulled into the McDonald's, and I ordered him what he wanted, and I ordered us two large Diet Cokes with light ice. And it is there that I discovered what was going on in St. Petersburg. It turns out that they have a law in St. Petersburg saying no more plastic straws. Now, Zach is a no-waste kind of guy, and his girlfriend is really into no-waste. And like I'm saying, at home, we all use metal straws. No big deal. But I don't have a problem. I mean, I really don't have a problem using plastic straws. I know. I knew. I, I know. But I, I just don't. And I don't want to get controversial here. But somebody takes a picture of a turtle with a straw stuck up its nose. And the next thing you know, everybody's going, you know, I... I uh, what I think they should do is they should make it mandatory to recycle the plastics, which we do. We recycle all of our plastics, and they should grind them up and turn them into roads. Isn't that nice? I think that's a good idea. I think that's a real good idea. But in St. Petersburg, you get a metal straw, or I mean not a metal straw, I'm sorry, a paper straw. That's what you get no matter where you go. Now, thank God I'm not drinking chocolate shakes, Although, gosh, one sounds pretty good right about now. But I just had a Diet Coke. Zach opens up the straws, and he goes, oh, Dad. I said, what? He goes, these are paper straws. I said, well, that's really cool. That's a good idea, you know? Until, of course, I stuck it in the drink and took one sip out of it. And I go, oh, no. This, is, this just is not going to work. And I'm very sorry you know, when I was a kid, that's all we had was paper straws. I didn't know any better, but, you know, it just wasn't going to work for me. I, and I drank the Diet Coke, but I didn't drink the whole Diet Coke. And I, and I said to Zach, I said, what if we had chocolate shakes? This would, like, fall apart in a chocolate shake. So the law in St. Petersburg, Florida, if you're going to St. Petersburg, Florida, make sure that you take with you some plastic straws to use, which is just absolutely crazy. I, I don't know. Uh, they had to make a law? Plastic straws? A law? I, I just don't understand. Anyway, so we're, we had left the McDonald's and we're, we're driving home. And we get next to a sod truck. And I'm looking at the sod. And the sod did not look like any sod I had ever seen. And I am just one of these people. You know, I just, Zach gets very unnerved with me. I see the sod truck turn off of the main drag and go on to a side street. I said, we're following the sod truck. Zach is going, oh, no, oh, no, he's going to do this again. I just know he's going to do this again. Didn't go long, turned down another street. I'm following the sod truck. Guy that's driving the sod truck, hoping he doesn't notice me and thinking I'm going to hijack a sod truck, which doesn't sound like a terribly bad idea. I could have a whole new lawn, hijack the sod truck and take it and lay the sod at my house. It went, pulled up to a house, and I pulled up behind it, and I said, I'm going to go talk to these people. I immediately put on my mask because I am very conscious about those sort of things. I always wear my mask. And I, I go out, and there is a forklift already there. This was the second load of sod. And the forklift is driving right over and pulling off a pallet of sod. And I look on the lawn, and I see this beautiful grass 
this absolutely beautiful grass. It, and it turns out it was a St. Augustine grass, but as it turns out, it is a very expensive one that I had not yet seen. It is called the Scots, I think it's called Scots uh, Provista, Scots Provista. And I went and I looked at it and I touched it and I'm talking to the guy, you know, and the guy said, why are you doing, I said, I'm, you know, I explained who I am and what I do. And he knew that I was in love with, with turf grass. He could tell. And he said, listen, I don't want to tell you to do something weird right now. He said, but you know how St. Augustine grass is really hard on bare feet? I said, yeah. He said, seriously, take off your shoes and socks and walk on this grass. I said, really? He goes, yeah, there's a picnic table. I sit down. I take off my shoes. I take off my socks. Zach is in, in the truck looking at me, putting his head down in his arms, and he's going, oh, no. And my dad is taking his shoes and socks off and walking on the grass. I start walking on the grass. Oh, my goodness gracious sakes alive. This grass is so comfortable to walk on. I said, tell me more about the grass while well, I'm putting my socks back on. And he says, what is so cool about it, it has a patent. I said, that's nice. And it is resistant to glyphosate. He says, in other words, if weird weeds come up in St. Augustine that there is not an available herbicide to use, you can spray the damn thing with Roundup and it will not kill the grass, but it will kill all the weird weeds. I said, wow, that's interesting. I said, you guys spent like millions of dollars on this stuff to get this patent, to get this perfected to where it was glyphosate you know, resistant. And now glyphosate is like the worst thing in the world as, in, as far as public opinion is concerned. And I don't think you can use this as a selling point. Although it is a selling point for me, I think it's a good idea. It has a little bit of shade tolerance. It You can go without mowing it. Uh, you only need to mow this grass, even in the summer when it's raining a lot, you only need to mow it about once a month. I'm excited. You know, you learn something new every day. You're listening to Ask the Garden Geek. Have a great week, everyone.